My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am in control of my abilities. My name is Robert and I'm a paranormal investigator. That means I'm researching and deep diving unexplained phenomena. I grew up in a haunted house, but now I am investigating hauntings around the world. Welcome to our spirit diaries. Hello and welcome to the spirit diaries. I'm your host, Birdie. Uh, what? What? Was <laughs> a ghost spirit? Oh yeah, it's like an EVP or something. But mm. I'm here with my co-host, Robert, and uh, we are going to be talking about EVPs. Mm. <laughs> so, wh- why did you do that? I was just making a ghostly sound. Oh, it sounded like you were going mm, like food. No, it was just it was just <gasps> like a, a silent, like very quiet, hushed ghost tone. What if what if all ghosts are just hungry and they're like. Mm. Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, EVPs. So most of you probably know that EVP stands for electronic voice phenomena. And I know we see this on all the time on TV shows. We have EVPs in our episodes as well. So we have an investigation episode for free on YouTube. So go over there and watch it and subscribe. Um, Do it now. Oh my God, that was loud. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't even oh. raise my voice. It was just more oh. per, per, more forceful. Whoa. <laughs> you to change your pants? <laughs> yes. So EVPs are something that I think a lot of people know about, but how exactly an EVP works, I think there's a little bit of confusion there because that part's like never explained of like, how are you actually hearing the voice? Mm -hmm. So is it disembodied and you just didn't hear it in the moment? Or is it actually affecting the camera equipment or the recording equipment to somehow record its voice onto it without being heard audibly? Right, because most people don't hear them with their own ears. Right. So there are times where you and I have both heard, especially in the investigation season, Mm -hmm. whispering voices that have been caught on camera. Right. That's not an EVP. That's a disembodied voice. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to understand that difference. And it's interesting to think about, like, where did this even start and how did that happen? And... Since the spiritualist movement started, everybody has been trying to figure out how to communicate with spirits and trying to tell mediums that they're not real. (laughs) Screw you. So, um, yeah, so nobody likes to believe another human. They'd rather have it on, you know, something technological, which I totally understand. I do. Um, And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who would like to claim they talk to spirits and they don't. And I don't, I just don't understand why you would ever claim this because I cannot tell you how ostracized and how just embarrassing it is Mm -hmm. to admit publicly that I believe I can communicate with spirits. It's, it's very 
it's it's an embarrassing thing and everybody's like oh your fame and fortune i have zero fortune i have negative fortune and i don't want to be famous there's a reason why this podcast started off anonymous <laughs> we were not interested at all in ever gaining any sort of um even z-list level fame so i don't get it i'm only in it for the fame i know you are you little diva (laughs) (laughs) so like i said everybody tried to communicate with spirits but evps kind of happened to pop into popularity of using recorders and expecting to hear a voice Mm -hmm. in 1959 so there was a Swedish artist named Fredrik Jurgensen. Jurgensen? Jurgensen. I've said those all three the same way. <laughs> what, is he, he Swedish? Yeah. That's probably Jurgensen then. Jurgensen. So he is an artist. He was walking around the woods on June 12th. And there was a group of birds just in the woods singing and he went ahead and whipped out a tape recorder and decided to record the sounds of nature just peaceful not ghost hunting Mm -hmm. not you know in that mindset at all so he recorded nature for a bit and upon review he heard the bird song but there was this static noise that he swore had voices in it and of course, this could be pareidolia, which is thinking you hear something when you don't. Right. And I do think a lot of us fall victim to this with EVPs, us included. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to listen to a response, it's really easy to hear something that's not there. Right. Um, so that's why for our episodes, we do have four people individually review every audio. Mm-hmm. And if half doesn't agree, then it gets kicked out and we don't use it. But if half agrees something is there, then we go ahead and throw it in for you guys to deliberate on. Well, because you'll hear those ones where people are like, I caught something. And then it's like, "Uh." (laughs) and they're like, they just said my full home address. (laughs) That's freaky. It's like, no, someone just farted. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so Frederick was hearing these voices and he just thought, it was strange. He thought they were talking about bird songs as well and thought there was this like weird correlation. And he definitely was like, what's going on here? So he went out again, mm-hmm. of course, like a great investigator, <laughs> the beginnings, and started capturing more sounds. And he got sounds again of birds and alleged spirits. Hmm. So these messages to him became more personal. And at one point he thought his mother was calling to him on the recording. And can you, can you be his German mother for a moment? I'm, I'm listening to Birdsong and I'm out in the woods and my tape recorder's going. Freudel, mein kleiner Freudel, können Sie mich hören? And that's what I captured. So that that that's a reenactment right there. That that's pretty much what it sounded like. It's true. Yeah. So 
<laughs> for those of you who don't speak German, um, that is Freidel, my little Freidel. Can you hear me? For those of you that do speak German, I'm sorry. I took three years in high school, cannot speak it anymore. American public education system. I apologize. <laughs> So this continued on. Um, he got a lot of flack from the community, of course. Nobody wants to believe in spirits. Everybody's like, ah, it's all made up. Everybody's faking it. And it even happened back then. Mm -hmm. So even with, you know, honest people like this who, you know, was out in the middle of nowhere, not even looking for spirits and was like, hey, this is weird. Everybody's like, shut up. We don't care. You're in it for the money and the fame, man. <laughs> That's not real, say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they talked in the six and the fifties and six. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't alive. I don't know. You weren't. No. Oh. <laughs> I was watching everybody from hell. Like, man, that sucks. So you know, EVPs have developed more. Uh, we still use them. Some people still use those horrific recorders that don't actually work. I don't know why anybody uses them. Mm -hmm. I think just because they're on TV. So you all know the one Panasonic. I think it's a DR60. Um, I, uh, how that recorder works is it cuts the space in between people's talking. Mm -hmm. That way, if you're listening to an hour lecture, it cuts out all the pauses in between and it gives it straight back to you. So you don't have all that dead space. Just consolidate it, give it to me quick. But when people use this for ghost hunting they are hearing all these static bits these quick static bits in between every single thing to mm -hmm. where it's like oh there's a response every time but any noise that registers on the recorder will record even if it's a little blip of you know a shuffle or a wind anything it will cut all those little pieces out and mash them together and that's why so many of these recorders they're like oh, is anybody here? And you just hear, and it's like, oh, it's yelling at me. And it's like, no, that's just a bunch of mushed together static that was from that dead space where you did not have it completely silent. A completely silent environment is so hard to have, especially when they have film crews around them. So it's frustrating when I see those recorders. I don't know why people use them. So you're telling me that the recorders that cost approximately $10 at a local Target and the sound quality sounds like you're chucking it through a pile of leaves <laughs> is not good to use for this situation. Do you have you seen that those because they've been used on paranormal TV shows, hmm. they're going for like three to five thousand dollars online and people are freaking buying them. I know this is dumb. Don't buy those. Don't, don't do this, please. Don't like I know we make mistakes, too, but. The whole thing is, is learn from your mistakes. I'm sure we've made mistakes. I just constantly, we're constantly learning. And this is one thing that we should all as a community learn from and progress from. Because I think it will help give, you know, audio evidence. And I mean, even for the first four episodes that we recorded, we did not get a single EVP on our Zoom recorder. No. It's like the, the EVPs we got, we're not in a solid still session. They were as we were walking around or while you were on the tour in the dead space in between on an actual like camera, which I think is so funny. Like, so this whole like you get a response every time you ask a question thing just doesn't actually happen. No. And the zoom is super like sensitive. Like, yeah, it's one of the I think if not the best 
most recommended recorder on the market. Mm -hmm. I mean, this thing could hear my dad sneeze from three states away. <laughs> like, if there's a voice on there, you're going to know. Yeah, I actually would love to do, if we have the opportunity to do another season mm -hmm. in the future, I would love to have somebody wear headphones with the Zoom and crank up the volume all the way and just listen because it creates this like supersonic hearing. Because mm -hmm. even now in our house with closed door, I can hear things in other rooms. I can hear the cats walking. I can hear a fish tank running. Right. Like, and it's just hypersensitive, which mm -hmm. is great for just like ultra real time super hearing. Right. I don't know. I think it would be cool. Like one of those targeted sound guns. Yeah. So in more recent times, I think one of the coolest EVPs we want to talk about is one that was made to 911. It hit the news. It like hit it was it was a big deal. The freaking news. So the news article says police get a spooky 911 call from an empty funeral home. I have reached out to this funeral home. I did not get any comments back. That's okay. We're going to talk about it anyways. I just wanted to see if they had any other, you know, information to add? And I added a few questions in there and asked, you know, was anybody there? Mm. Um, the article claims nobody else was there, but I wanted to ask, you know. And uh, yeah, they did not comment on it, which I think <laughs> leads me to believe it's more real. Right. Because this article doesn't really have the um, funeral home commenting on it. Instead, it's from the police dispatcher. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff who's discussing this um, because it was a 911 call. So I'm not even sure if this was something that the funeral home even wanted to go public. Right. So it it doesn't seem like it because I feel like if they did, they'd be like, yes, this is us. This is our funeral home. Right. Here's our services. They're like, don't talk about us. This is going to hurt business. No one's going to want to bring their family members here if they think they're trapped for all eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... What happened is um, on August 11th, 2018, a call came in at 3.28 a.m. Hmm. Hmm. I get a lot of spirit activity at like 3.33 in the morning. That's interesting. That's That seems to be the hour to decide, hey, are you awake? Can we talk to you? Um, <laughs> is between like 3.10 to like 3.33 for me. The weird hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And this call they refer to as an abandoned 911 call. So what that means is somebody called and then hung up. Okay. So since nobody responded and it hung up the first call, they immediately sent out an officer to check out the scene to make right. sure the person was okay. And the dispatcher called the number back mm -hmm. to try and get in contact with whoever was calling for 911. And they're super serious about that because I had back in the day, one of those cell phones that was like just open faced, no color, like just the buttons on the front. And for some reason from my pocket, <laughs> it would call 911 in the middle of school. Oh God. Like it would just hit the, there was like an SOS button or something and like it would just hit perfectly and they would like call back until you answered to make sure that everything was okay. And that happened to me like four or five times and I was super afraid I was going to get arrested. Oh, <laughs> I did call 911 once as a kid because I wanted to see if it worked. <laughs> and I called 911 and they're like, 
911 and I was like, hi, I'm just seeing if this works. Thank you. No emergency. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this was a test. You passed. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, I was curious. I was like, does, does this actually work? You know, in adult years when I have had to call 911 when we had a potential break-in happening, they just laughed at me and told me I sounded too young to own my house. And if I actually needed help, I could get the landowner to call them back. That's what happens when you live in a place we live. Distant banjos. All all the officers that showed up had a combined seven teeth. <laughs> Heard you got some things going on here. I just told them to leave. I was on the phone with 911 for like an hour. And I was like, if you guys, I was like, the person trying to break in has left. Like, don't even bother coming. Like, it, just, you you ruined it. I, I, I thought you were going to help me. I realize now that I was very dumb for thinking you would ever help me. And I'm sorry that this is my first experience as an adult still believing that help was just a phone call away. They weren't even armed. One of them had a Nerf gun. The other one had a big <laughs> stick he found in the park on the way. Yeah, if they showed up, that's what would have happened. And then they would have just continued to bully me while they made friends with whoever was breaking in. You would have been hit by the stick. Yeah. No, literally, <laughs> when I when I called, they asked me, they're like, can you go outside and have a conversation with the person trying to break in? They're like, maybe they're just, maybe you're misunderstanding the situation. And I'm like, I don't think I'm misunderstanding what's happening here. It's like, what do you, what do you mean go confront? Oh, hello, Mr. Burglar. Um... <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, what are you saying that? Please don't. I don't consent. Therefore, this is illegal. You have to stop. Right? <laughs> Anyways, um, so this call went on for a bit, and you can hear static, but it also sounds like somebody was talking. And I went ahead and amplified and cleared up some of this audio to listen to it, and you can hear other dispatchers in the background talking. Right. Um, I'm not sure if that's what this is because it does seem to directly reply. So we're going to play the clip for you right now. Wait, 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 wait. I'm channeling a message from beyond. It's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. Call 911, this is Erica. 
spooky right weird right it's just <laughs> i don't know how to react to that like i'd be i would definitely be freaked out if i was the dispatcher i'd be like well time to go home well yeah they realized it was to the funeral home they got there no one was there and the police captain uh said that it was probably just line trouble right that's a quote <laughs> this is the quote Probably just line trouble, right? Let's go with that. Huh. So the, the lines are talking to you. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> what I hear in the call is if this man is not a fellow dispatcher, if that man's voice is like not there, mm -hmm. it sounds like when she says hello, that he says, hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. And then after that, where she speaks again, and then he speaks again. It sounds like he's Nandor from What We Do in the Shadows, and he goes, "Come to me." Can you do it? <laughs> I'm coming to you through the ether. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! This is just this should be a what What We Do in the Shadows promo. What if that's all it was? It's true. It could have been. Nandor's just on the phone, dressed up. Guillermo's like, shut down the phone <laughs> hang it up <laughs> yeah so i'd love to hear what you all think about that so it's interesting that you know even for people who aren't super big believers it's like ooh, a funeral home making active calls out i have like full body chills mm -hmm. legit thinking about that i even feel it on my cheeks it's just so spooky and a funeral home is a place that I've always been curious about like the spiritual activity there because graveyards are very quiet, mm -hmm. peaceful. Honestly, when I need a break from spirits, I'll go to a graveyard right? <laughs> because they're so quiet. Um, and Shh, they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to make a creep? I don't know. <laughs> so... I, no, truly, if, if if I get overwhelmed with spirit activity, the one place I always go is I drive straight to a graveyard. I'll mm -hmm. always text Rob. I'll be like, in the graveyard. <laughs> be home later. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> so, yeah, but it just makes me wonder of like funeral homes, like are they haunted? Are they not? It's someplace, like I said, I'd never, ever go. And... Hmm... <laughs> Things things may have happened. <sighs> things may have happened. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you think about EVPs? What do you think about that EVP? Anything? Just I mean, if, spew thoughts. Spew spew spew. If that EVP was legitimate, and it seems like they were isolating either side of the call from like the different sides of the phone line. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like it comes from that line. And why would it make a random call? Because they nine one one was called. Yes. It's like so. How would it just randomly call? I'm assuming this is 
I mean, it's a funeral home, so it's probably the ancient technology. It's probably a, a corded phone mm-hmm. sitting on a desk somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, those things don't just fall off the hook and dial nine one one. Right, and that's what I that's what I reached out to ask. I reached out. I asked what kind of phone you have. Right. Who was there? And I asked, does it frequently dial mishaps? Do you, is this right. something that happened before? Have you ever, like, did you sense any ghosts there? Is this something that happens commonly? And I was like, you know, we're not the type of people to be like, oh, God, it's so scary. Right. It's like, I, I want, I'm so curious because, I mean, happy haunts are such a legitimate thing. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited for episode four that's coming out the first Friday of November mm-hmm. because that is such a happy haunted place. It's such a beautiful story, I feel like. And I just, I'm curious to know, like, is maybe, you, maybe it's a past funeral director who, like, is, like, trying to help somebody out who they think is dying or maybe it's a person there i i don't know it was just it's i it's absolutely captivated me and i love stuff like this and i love when it happens to people who just aren't expecting it and i feel like evps happen like that all the time we've got some past in the podcast Mm -hmm. we're just sitting here in the room we've gotten evps i mean at the jail i got one walking in Mm -hmm. so it's like i mean first thing i walked in i wasn't expecting to be like oh hey ghost like yeah it was just i was walking in to talk to the lady that owned it and it happened on the way i think i think that's the biggest misconception is that you have to be in a haunted place to get an evp no i i get stuff all the time can't tell you how many (laughs) videos i have to where i was trying to like record a call for somebody or you know a meeting having with somebody any sort of something work related you know yes to where it's on video Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you hear like Hello? And it's like, oh God. No, 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 no. <laughs> not right now. Not right now. <laughs> so I'm busy. <laughs> Wait, do you know how to do my job and can you do it for me? Do you require hourly pay? Probably not. Yeah. I'm assuming cost of living as it goes is pretty uh cheap. <laughs> yeah, I, I love EVPs. I think they're one of the most cool things and I I think it's one of the most I feel like reliable things that you can get and I love how they range from like oh that's nothing that's static to there are some ones that are so clear Mm -hmm. and we got I think the jail we had the most clear EVPs Mm -hmm. and that I just it blows my mind because it just it makes you wonder like how is it working are they affecting the equipment in order to record their voice, which I think it's a real possibility because while we were in the jail, my camera had that one malfunction. And after we got home and I looked up what that was, it was a like surge of energy mm-hmm. to where it like triggered that error to pop up. Right. And I've never had that before. We never had that again in the investigations. No, not once. And same camera got used. Nothing happened besides battery changes. And I mean, that one battery was recycled and charged yeah more times yeah so it it's incredibly interesting i think there's absolutely something there with you know somehow affecting technology somehow i I love it i think it's so cool it's super interesting yeah well i hope you all enjoyed this episode tell us what you think about that 911 call and have you heard any other stories like this like do you guys have local stories of like ghosts making calls i think that's super cool I got a ghost text one time. That's weird. Yeah. A text? <laughs> yeah. So it came through on my phone from myself. 
Hmm. And yeah, it it said it said hi mommy. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. It was weird. Oh jeez. And I was like, mommy's not a word like in my swipe bank. Right. Like I that's not a word I've ever texted. Mm -mm. Very creepy. And I only hashtag sexy mommy sometimes on Twitter. <laughs> from your phone <laughs> hashtag hot mommy <laughs> Ew. you don't you barely even use our twitter account i twit often sometimes occasionally sometimes yeah occasionally sometimes yeah <laughs> so that tweet would be on our spirit diaries account probably so if you guys ever see a tweet that says hashtag sexy mommy, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do that one day down the line. Just see if anybody re like remembers. People are going to be like, what is this? <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this unhinged episode of The Spirit Diaries. Bye.